Hello guys, welcome back to the Grow the Jazz podcast. I'll be bringing you fitness education with practical application. You will have to excuse if I sound a bit nasally slash blocked up in this episode. I was ill on the weekend. I'm 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 going. I'm still I've still been doing things. Um I've still been able to do most of my training apart from running. But my sinuses are like blocked and so I sound a bit nasally, so you have to excuse me for that. But today I'm talking about a topic that I'm actually very passionate about and have a lot to say about, and that is getting to the root cause of why you find yourself overeating in the evening or at night time before bed. So I'm going to talk through kind of there's like four main categories that I tend to come across with people that can cause this. And I, I completely understand that it can it can feel like a really vicious cycle that is isn't easy to break out of and and sometimes to fix it it does require doing some things that might feel a bit challenging uncomfortable counterintuitive but overeating at night um isn't really productive for anyone and and yes some people like to save a, a slightly larger proportion of their calories for the evening because they like to have a bigger evening meal or they eat their evening meal with their partner or they like to have a nice snack before bed and those things are totally fine this is if you find that you get to the evening and before bed you're snacking you're grazing it feels uncontrollable you're picking at bits and it's just not something that is satisfying or productive for you so let's start with kind of one of the most common and obvious causes of that and it is restriction during the day. Now, you may find that you push meals back, you know, you see how long you can go throughout the day before you have breakfast, or maybe you skip breakfast totally, you get through your morning on caffeine, lunchtime comes around and you have a little chicken salad, which is super low calorie, and you're feeling proud of yourself because you've not eaten much today, and you know, you're busy at work because you are distracted and so you're distracted you've got things going on and so you're kind of maybe some of your hunger cues are a bit masked because you've got lots of other things going on you've masked them with caffeine but you've also you know you're too busy to notice your hunger etc etc you're you're distracted but you know afternoon comes around and your food focus starts to ramp up and you get a little bit you know three o'clock and you're starting to feel a bit picky and you're fancying some biscuits and, and that kind of thing and then maybe you have dinner and then after that you find yourself pick you just standing in the kitchen picking at bits or eating other you know your kids leftovers or you know all of these things that you're not really enjoying but you just don't feel like you can control yourself and then you have a biscuit and it becomes a few biscuits and you're like oh bloody hell I was doing quote unquote so well all day and now I've ruined it again and really you know what you think is doing well all day i.e eating as little as possible all day or making these small unsatisfying meals all day the calories that you're kind of trying to avoid by skipping breakfast or making those tiny meals you're probably easily eating more by picking and grazing at bits in the evening than you would have done if you had just put those calories into some decent satisfying satiating meals during the day and that is hard to come to terms with but those picks and bites and extra bits and all of those kind of things it massively adds up and so the fix to this is firstly spread your calories better throughout the day yes 
with your diet culture um, trained mind, which a lot of women do have, skipping breakfast or having these small meals sounds like a good idea because it's like, yeah, I'm having lower calories. I'm going to eat less for the day. But it so often just ends up in overeating the evenings or maybe you manage it Monday to Wednesday and what happens on Thursday night and then you go out for a few drinks and then you come home a bit drunk and you have, you know, it just creates this spiral. It really does. And I'm sure, you know, you can recognise that in yourself if, if you experience that. And so although it might seem scary and counterintuitive, having a decent amount of calories in, in a nice, enjoyable, satisfying breakfast that you actually, you know, I want to get up and look forward to my breakfast. And same thing with my lunch. Rather than making a puny 200 calorie chicken salad, include some carbohydrates, include some dietary fats. Because let me tell you, when you've had a nice solid breakfast, a nice solid lunch, maybe a mid-morning snack, a nice solid afternoon snack, you're not, there's no, between those meals, you're not thinking about food. You've not got that stomach rumbling hunger. And by the evening, mentally, you know, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed food today. I've had a good evening of food. So you're not kind of making up for that, uh, you know, dissatisfied feeling in the evening. And so although it feels scary, I'd encourage you to have more calories throughout the day, enjoyable, you know, not plain, like, calorie poverty foods throughout the day that means you feel dissatisfied hungry food focused and and leads to what happens at the night another thing you can look at for this is um with your snacks so maybe you've had lunch and then you try to wait all the way until dinner which you know might be like six seven hours away with just you know maybe a small snack something small from a packet I'd really encourage you to think of your snacks as mini meals. So in that afternoon slot at about four o'clock, have a mini meal, have something that's got a carbohydrate source, a good protein source that takes a few minutes to put together and you sit down and you eat it mindfully. You're not eating it at your desk or on the go or while standing in the kitchen. You sit down at a table without your phone, without your laptop and you enjoy, you know, a bagel with some egg or you enjoy a yogurt bowl with a a sprinkling of muesli and some fruit or whatever that afternoon snack looks like for you so restriction during the day might feel like look how good I'm being you know look how few calories I'm going to eat today but we all know that it doesn't you know it doesn't actually equal eating less calories and if it did you wouldn't be feeling this way you wouldn't be worried about kind of why am I not losing fat or why why am I ending up overeating on weekends or evenings Next one is something people don't actually recognise that much and it's more of a kind of the emotional side of it and that is not making time for yourself during the day and obviously we're all busy people and you might be spending all day being busy serving other people, your job, your work, children, partner, whatever without a real moment to kind of check in with yourself And the evening becomes the only time of day for that. And so if you have no form of mindfulness presence, like, okay, what might be a good pocket of self-care slash enjoyment, like five minutes of for me time spread throughout the day, then your evening time and that kind of grazing and picking and the food, that feels like the only time you get to enjoy yourself of the day. And so what I'd encourage is introducing some pockets of enjoyment and self-care throughout the day. 
Now, I'm not asking you to take a two-hour bubble bath, you know, in the middle of the day on a Tuesday, because I know that's not realistic, but it might just be getting up 15 minutes earlier to read five pages of your book and do some stretching, a bit of you time that you start the day with prioritising you. Maybe it is, rather than working through your lunch break, maybe it's just taking your lunch for 10 minutes away from your desk maybe it's sitting outside maybe it's sitting at a table separate from your work and practice some mindful eating some undistracted eating think about the food you're having think you know think about how you're feeling today be in touch with how your body's feeling etc etc maybe it is going okay right that call's finished i've got my quickly 10 minutes rather than sitting and scrolling on tiktok let me just get outside for 10 minutes let me breathe in some fresh air let me be in touch with kind of how my day is going how i'm feeling and so if you can just introduce these tiny little pockets into your day of bits of enjoyment or kind of you time you might feel less urged to seek that satisfaction you time enjoyment at night so my next thing that i identify in people is this kind of overeating in the evening can sometimes be a form of bedtime procrastination and so if you know that when you're trying to go to sleep that is the time where you overthink or you're stressing about things or you're you know you struggle to get to sleep and so you kind of you're almost dreading that this could be a way that you are delaying bedtime and kind of almost masking those feelings. So if you know that it starts to get to bedtime, you're starting to, mind starting to work, you're getting anxious about work the next day. Maybe it's the like Sunday scaries and you're thinking about the next day of work and oh, I've got to do this, that and the other and I've got to get up at this time and blah, blah, blah. Eating and snacking might be a way that you are, you know, you can numb yourself from thinking about those things. And so some things I work on with clients when they're experiencing that kind of thing is some intentional bedtime routines. Um, So some really purposeful winding down time. And, you know, so rather than kind of distraction, it's like, okay, what does the 30 minutes look like before I go to bed? What things are going to help me feel relaxed and and, um, kind of present and, and getting myself in that sleepy state? Maybe if you find yourself doing a lot of thinking, overthinking, you need to, an hour before bed, do a bit of journaling. It doesn't have to be like, three things I'm grateful for today. It can be just like a bit of a brain dump. What am I thinking about? What's stressing me out? What do I need to do tomorrow? Get it all out on paper, write a list, and that is out of your mind, onto paper, put in another room, ready for the next day. Kind of going back to those intentional bedtime routines, what are other ways that you can calm yourself? So maybe the overeating is a form that, that makes you feel kind of momentarily a bit more calm. So what are other ways you can manage those feelings? So what are some other coping mechanisms? Is it reading some fiction, doing some skincare, doing some stretching, talking to your partner? So what? So having a think about okay, I, I'm putting off bedtime because these I don't like the way I feel going to bed you know I get anxious like I'm overthinking or I'm trying to procrastinate mask these feelings that I'm having overeating is my coping mechanism currently how can I better manage that and what kind of um, practices might I be able to implement and the final thing that maybe is a bit less deep I guess 
But quite often we can get into these patterns of overeating maybe at night just due to a habit or the environment we're in or even just through boredom. So you might have just gotten to the habit of, you know, you have dinner, you wash up and then you're there and and the the instinct, you've just gotten into this pattern of going to the cupboard post post dinner it's just become you know your mind has become accustomed to going for some sweet treats after dinner without really having a stop to think actually do I want this right now you know had had I planned this into my day am I still hungry or you know actually could I could I wait half an hour and see if I still want it then and thinking about okay well if I've gotten into this bit of a cycle of this is just what I've become you've got into a habit of doing after dinner what what else could you do after dinner that is enjoyable you know if it is kind of a bit of boredom you know what what does your what are you spending in the hour before you go to bed let's fill that time with something that does you know bring you joy make you feel relaxed and and those kind of things as well and whether that's as I said before things like reading skincare um talking to a loved one calling a friend watching your favorite tv show with a cup of tea you know maybe even just replacing okay I'm just like snacking at random shit that's not satisfying me can I have a nice cup of tea and replace it with that and and watching some telly if there are particular foods you find oh it's the bloody oreos every night or it's that biscuit jar or it is xyz that I just find myself getting drawn back to every time well we don't want to say okay those foods are off limits I can never have them but maybe you say okay I'm allowed the Oreos but not after 8pm so I'm allowed if I still want them in the morning I can have them as part of my breakfast I can have them at lunch I can have them in the afternoon but but not not past 8 p.m because I know actually at that time when I'm having them I'm not really truly enjoying them it's just kind of like a boredom thing and so what you'll probably find by setting that rule for yourself is you're probably not going to want them when you wake up in the first thing in the morning for breakfast and yeah you know like cool if you want to have one post lunch like that could be a nice part of your day and actually you might be able to have those things in moderation a bit better versus the time of day that you kind of associate with not being able to control yourself around a certain food. One other tip that I quite often offer to people when they experience this, um, post-dinner, snacking, going back for more, etc, etc, when when they're not still, really, they're not still hungry, is take yourself out of that environment where it usually happens so after washing up get out of the kitchen rather than hanging around there because if you know it usually happens when you're just standing in the kitchen or if it happens you know if you sit down straight away after dinner and that's just when the urge comes okay maybe we don't go straight to the sofa to watch telly maybe we do some things upstairs like get go upstairs and get your stuff ready for the next day and so create a bit of distance between that habit and kind of break the pattern and finally, plan an evening snack that you enjoy. I'm not going to bed, personally, without having had something nice, something sweet. But that is a conscious choice and it's a conscious part of my day. And it usually is something pretty well balanced. It usually has a protein source. It might be like a nice uh, chocolate protein yogurt bowl with some fruit. It might be a nice protein bar. And they are things like yeah I enjoy that like obviously yeah slice of cake might be better but there's still things that I enjoy they're planned into a part of my day and so I know that why would I need to pick at bits after dinner because I know I've got that 
I'm going to have that in half an hour before I go to bed. And so that's something you could also consider as well. So I hope, you know, out of those four categories, maybe you recognise, yes, I actually fall into I've restricted a lot during the day or actually it's because of my emotional state during the day I'm just so unpresent that the evening is my only me time and that's why I do it or yes I'm procrastinating bedtime and I'm trying to mask those feelings or actually yeah it's just it's got an entire habit or boredom and so hopefully some of those tips you can kind of then go ahead and apply and to your own situation but of course if you need more kind of personal guidance and support through working through these things because obviously that they're, they're all quite easily said a little bit more difficultly done I guess um particularly when you're doing it by yourself so if you do want to kind of work with me to have more support through something like this as always I'll leave the information about how how we can work together um in the show notes below as always any questions you might have for me today just drop me a dm drop me an email always more than happy to help and I'll speak to you all again in next week's episode